This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 364 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. Um, Sorry, well, you're staring off. What we watched this week was not a whole lot. But we can say that this episode right here is 28 Baker's Dozen. It is. It's 28 Baker's Dozens. You guys think I mean, you're going to forget you think that we're not paying attention, but we never cease. No. 28 baker's dozens. I mean, geez, I'm crow. That's a lot of baker's dozens. It really is. And it's 364. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, cherry Coke Zero. So, um, I, I didn't watch a lot this past week because I Last Monday is our normal recording night. We went to dinner. We recorded on Tuesday. Wednesday, I watched the wrestling. Thursday, then Friday, the kids were over. Saturday, uh, Kate and I went to wrestling all day. Uh, we I got some uh, household chores done, and then we left early, and we went to the uh, Skowhegan Fair for a wrestling there starting at 3 o'clock. Uh, and then at 7.30 in Brewer, we went to Let's Wrestle There. So it was a double-shot wrestling Saturday for me. And then Sunday, I worked a day shift and got home and got changed. And, and Kate and I and her cousin, we went to Bangor to go see the Chicks uh, in concert there at the uh, Bank of uh, Main Savings Bank Pavilion. So, like, I we didn't Kate and I just didn't get a chance to watch Justified, and uh, which I have still not watched any of yet. Perfect. And what we do in the shadows did not populate on my Hulu that I needed to watch it, so I didn't know there was an episode. Oh. And I checked a little while ago and there was, so I missed that. Uh, I did just finish before we sat down to record tonight, uh, Monday, the 14th. I just finished uh, Star Trek. Nice. Yeah. So ultimately I watched Star Trek <laughs> and then some movies. Well, okay. Um, I I can say for shows like we watched more Love Island, um, almost got caught oh. up. I was talking to your uh, better half about that show, and she was just saying how terrible it is. Well, how much she loves it, and how you make it better because you just make fun of it the whole time. So I did watch like the trailer to it, mm. and uh, that is some grade A garbage right there. Oh yes, grade A it, garbage. These people are bullshit they're all self-absorbed assholes um very little redeeming qualities in any of them what i will say is when i uh when i was watching um love is blind with her um 
similar concept. But the thing is, with Love is Blind, you know, they bring in X number of guys, X number of girls. They never see each other. They all go on these dates. But that's it. And it's it's, the blind. Right. It's those people. With this Love Island, like, it starts off, like, five on five. And then, like, someone leaves. But then two new people come in. But then, you know another person leaves and then like three yep. new people come in and they just keep doing that to the point where right now where we're at, um, the girls just went away to, Oh, Casa de Amor, which is, you know, the house of love. So all the ladies are there, all six of them. And they're introduced to six brand new guys. Meanwhile, the six other guys who have been on the show coming and going are back here at the regular villa and they're about to get introduced to six new girls. So you just keep adding more people that like it's almost getting out of control. It's like a virus, like one leaves and two take its place. Um, so, yes, I am thoroughly enjoying ripping on it, making fun of it. Uh, it's it's not redeemable, but it's got some enjoyment factor to it. Strangely enough. Yeah. <coughs> Well, I mean, fair enough, I guess. Um, but yeah, we uh, so we watched that. I watched Strange New Worlds like you did. We did watch What We Do in the Shadows, which was amazing. The show is so friggin' good. And uh, we ended up watching the second episode of Good Omens. Have you watched any oh, more see, of that? No, I haven't. I did not. I, I literally just like didn't have time to watch stuff. Okay. Or 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 what I watched was like I always watch AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays and then I think I went to bed right after. And then again, Saturday and Sunday were so long I didn't watch any TV at all. Um Oh Jiminy <coughs> Crickets. Uh I didn't even like Jiminy Crickets. I watched Yeah, I watched one episode of the X Files last week. I watched The Unnatural, which was the episode with um Oh, it's the baseball player on the Negro in the Negro League back in the 1940s. And I guess Jesse something. I can't think of his name. He was on Law and Order Forever. Oh, uh, detective. Yeah. And then he was on Flash. Yeah. Jesse L. Martin. Yeah. Something like that. So he's he plays the alien who is disguised himself as a human uh, to play baseball. Um, Fantastic episode, quite frankly. Just just one of my favorites. So I did. I did throw that on because I. I needed to scratch an X-Files itch, and that nice. was a, a good good scratch for me. Good little scratcheroo. Um, but Saturday night, I got home from wrestling about 1230-ish, got in bed. My wife has struggled to sleep all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she doesn't know why. <clears throat> I was having a hard time sleeping. So she was, she was kind of awake. And when I get home from wrestling, I'm usually really wound up, especially after a long drive after wrestling, because I went to wrestling. And um, I usually get home and watch some wrestling to wind down before I go to bed. But I had to get up at 5.15 so I could be at work Sunday morning or 5.30 so I could be to work Sunday morning. And so I got in bed straight away and I was just kind of staring at my phone a little bit. Uh, and then Kate started talking to me and we're chit-chatting, whatever. And then finally, like, I think I fell asleep, say, around 1. At 2 o'clock on the dot, I know because I looked at my phone. At 2 o'clock on the dot, there was a clap of thunder. <laughs> that was so monstrously loud. Mm-hmm. I thought there was an explosion outside. I thought the gas line had ruptured. The one that runs under the street. 
and someone's house just blew up because it wasn't just like a clap. It was long. It mm-hmm. was thunderous. No, but it was so long and loud and it jumped the shit out of me. It jumped Kate. She like hit me when she woke up. It jumped me. My heart was pounding. Wesley would happen to be sleeping on an air mattress in our room because uh, it, was, it was cooler in there than in his room. And and he just like, glad I'm in here right now. Like it was bad. <laughs> It was so friggin' loud. I again legitimately thought there was an explosion outside or somebody crashed into the house because the house shook. Yep. It was wild. Yep. Wild. Woke me up. Yeah. It, it, yeah uh, you got it too. Yep. It woke me up out of a uh, sleep. It was not as loud as it was for you. I can tell you that right now. Um, but it was loud. And, uh, Impressive. It was long, unnaturally long. Yeah. Oh yeah, wicked impressive. But like, uh, I was talking to some coworkers on it Sunday morning. They heard like I, I one heard it in Windsor. Like mm-hmm. he had loud thunder that woke him up. Another one in Wales. And for people who don't know, they're not next to each other. Those, I mean, these three <laughs> towns, like Augustine Gardner, they're like ten minutes away drive, fifteen minute drive. But like for me to go to Windsor, that's like a twenty five minute drive. For me to go to Wales, it's like a twenty twenty five minute drive. Same for you. Or maybe a little bit more for Wales, a little less for Windsor. But like all around the same time, we all like, I, like it was, that was wild. And so like that woke me up at our time, falling back asleep then. And then I got up early Sunday to go to work. And then we went to the concert. We got home at 1230 and I planned on sleeping in this morning. Uh, but someone called out sick and I had no one that could cover because my midnight shift people were either already working a double or just worked a double. So I had to, they called me at five fifteen, so I got up then. So I've had a couple uh, days of uh, short turnaround or low sleep, and uh, yeah. Anyhow, so the only other than that one episode of the X Files, the only other like TV show I watched uh, was the again uh, Strange New Worlds season finale tonight. Thanks. Um. Yeah. I. Good Omens continues to be good. You know, yeah. episode two was good, but it, uh, yeah, I, I can't really say much more than that, you know, where you haven't watched it. Um, but that's all what we, we really watched for shows as great, well. What we do in the shadows was phenomenal. The show's great. I love it. Um, all right. Well, I, I mean, we just want to talk about Strange New Worlds. I mean, it's been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tell me your thoughts because it's fresh in your mind. You just got done. Okay. So I, I will say one thing before you jump in. I'm just going to okay. say one thing and then let you take off. A fucking cliffhanger. Yeah, please, what a dick move, go. right? Yes. What a dick move, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so we it's a stay. I mean, this was an amazing season of television, in my yep. opinion, plain and simple. You know, the, the the Broken Circle, the Ad Astra, Prospera, the first two episodes, unbelievable. The Tomorrow, 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 we had like, you know, the time travel one uh, with on and and um, James Kirk and everything and figuring their timelines and just, you know, this again, fantastic. Um, uh, we got to go to Rigel seven this season. Like we got mm-hmm. to see Rigel seven this season, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
The weakest episode, I guess, for me was the Spock becomes human, full human because of the the, the aliens. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Um. Yeah, exactly. But you know, horrors, hallucinations, and lost in translations from you know the the they were mining the uh, deuterium refinery there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was really well done. Those old scientists, the lower decks crossover, <laughs> tremendous, absolutely yep. tremendous. Yep. Um. Uh, Under the Cloak of War. You know, that was a powerful episode. <sighs> so friggin' good. I mean, with Mega and it just such a powerful episode. It was, oh, I loved it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, sub, uh, uh, Subspace Rhapsody, the musical episode, uh, where they actually <laughs> made it make sense, quote unquote. <laughs> Um, and then to finish it off with, with uh, Hedge Me, I mean, it was just, it was fantastic. It was, it was just fantastic. Now, the Gorn. The Gorn are definitely more lizard-like. Yes. Okay. However, how do they do all the stuff they do? You know what I mean? Because they seem so primal. Like, but yet they have all this technology and obviously intelligence and, and whatnot, but like as kids, they just seem so, so primal, like they wouldn't possess it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, they, they kept referring to them, you know, all oh, the younglings or whatever. Yeah. And I kept thinking the same thing. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems so odd to me, but, um, so we get um, Patel and company are on uh, a planet to inoculate people, and they made this planet look like you know old Earth, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the Gorn basically attack the planet, and they're on the edge of the Federation, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't know what's happened to certain people, but it's funny because Starfleet tells Enterprise not to go across this line where the planet's on the other side. <laughs> Don't cross this line. Yeah. And, but for some reason, so obviously they were in contact with the Gorn and we don't really know what they decided or why they did what they did. But all we know is Patel shipped there with the USS, uh, uh, Coagua. Co- Co- I don't know. Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Okay. Sure. Um, <clears throat> it's been destroyed. Yes. I, I did have, Kind of an issue that Nurse Chapel is the only person that survived somehow. Like, if she did, someone else probably should have. Right? Yeah, there should have been a few Um, of them in there, honestly. Yeah, but... What they didn't... We didn't... I don't know. Like, I think the big thing from this episode was they introduced us to Scotty. Yes. So the Scotty character was introduced. That was fantastic. But... And we know the Gorn are attacking out, outer planets. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. You know, uh, Patel got eggs planted in her, so they put her in stasis. Um, the Gorn have captured a bunch of the... Because they, they put up a jamming device, and of course they developed this plan where they took the, uh, the, the other ship and made it crash into the Earth like it was debris, so it wouldn't tip off the Gorn, so they could beam everybody aboard. Well, the second they crashed it into the, the jamming device on the planet, the Gorn beamed up everybody on the planet to their ship. Which 
did they not think that that was going to happen? Like nobody really put two and two together and said, well, that's blocking them as well. Well, but he, okay. So that's my, that's my other. Why would the Gorn create a jamming device that also jams themselves? Here, let's, let's, let's make it so we can't talk to each other or we can't beam people. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I think that that has to, it's kind of like, um, how cloaking devices exist, but the drawback of a cloaking device is that you can't fire weapons without coming out of the cloak. Um, essentially it's, you can't make that stuff too a too powerful and B break all scientific laws. Like the, if they were like, Hey, we created this jamming device that completely eradicates all communication blocks, all transporters except ours. Cause we know how to get around it. Then that's like, why bother fighting these people? They're obviously gods. You know, I, I right, feel I mean, like fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. I can get behind that. I, I'm okay with that particular. Um, I don't know what you want to call it. My other complaint was that after they beamed Pike's crew up, he had to tell them to beam up everybody else instead of them just, I don't know, looking for bodies and beaming everybody <laughs> up immediately. That was a bad one. Yes. Yeah, like that was another thing that I kind of had a little bit of issue with. Uh, and of course, they end the episode with high drama where the Gorn battleships are there. They're attacking Enterprise. They get a message from Starfleet uh, telling them to pull back. Does Pike pull back and retreat like told and save everybody on the ship? Or does Pike disobey and risk getting everyone on the ship killed as they try to save a fewer amount of people that the Gorn have captured? Like, it's a hard decision. It's a it's a toughie. Mm-hmm. That's and, where we're at with him. And that's the thing is I can't believe that they left us on a massive cliffhanger like that. This is. I mean they. Ha- it's not typical yeah. for them. No, it reminded me of back in the days when uh, Grim would be like, "To be continued." Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that they at least were acknowledging the fact that it's a dick move. Yeah, exactly. Right. Whereas, but I mean, we have confirmed a third season, have we not? Have we? I thought so. Mm. Let me take a look. I could have sworn we got a third season confirmed because if not, that's even worse. That was like my thing. Okay, well, we're getting a third season. Yeah, third season announced in March 2023. Filming for the third season was delayed indefinitely to the writer's strike, of course. Okay. But yes. yes, in March, they confirmed a third season before the season even debuted, I believe. Okay. Yeah, the season debuted in June. So, yeah. So we, we know we're getting a third season. So, you know, we're going to get to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just. Uh, I really enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed the show. Um, I had a couple issues with some minor things, but overall, uh, it didn't hinder my enjoyment. What about what, what say you? No, I was very vocal early on that the episode where Spock was human was my least favorite. And it actually like soured me on that particular part of it. But it was not indicative of the entire season. It was not indicative nope. of the whole show. Uh, overall, I have loved this more than I've loved most, if not all Star Trek shows like this show has the perfect blend. We were talking about it a couple episodes back where they do such a good job of 
jumping from a serious episode to a funny episode to a thriller episode to a month. Like this one had um, uh, tinges of alien in it. Um, Yes. Oh, yeah. With the lowering of the tail. And mm -hmm. yeah, that whole scene with Chapel and Spock and, you know, the the Gorn that was in the spacesuit. Very intense, very, you know, scary Uh, when the babies were surrounding them and they came in and. Then, uh, you know, they took off and he's like, what's going on? There was definitely there's there's eggs in her. That's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They smell their own. Yeah. Um, So she's a breeder. (laughs) So uh, very good job of being able to go back and forth between different genres, different styles and different moods slash themes and still have a very cohesive, very enjoyable show that gets you to a, a logical point that you want to be at. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I thought it was very, 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 very well done. Huge yep. fan of it. Same here. Do you watch any movies? Two movies. Holy surprisingly. Shit. I name know, one. right? Name um, one. Name one? Yeah. Um, well, so... We, we've started this thing. I don't know if it'll continue going on, but um, we started this thing where we trade off. Like, I want you to watch this movie. I want you to watch this movie. There's obviously also movies Brilliant. out there that are, you know, just great movies. Like um, when we went to see Barbie or Spider-Man or something like that, where we both want to see it. Nobody's seen it. But there's a lot of stuff out there that it's like, I really want to see this. I really want to see this. Um, and we look to our past at things that we have seen, the other person hasn't seen, et cetera. So this time it was my turn. Uh, remember last okay. week we talked about how we had watched music and lyrics, her choice. Um, so this week I was like, ah, oh, I, I kind of wanted to feel out the mood. It was Saturday night. It was going to be date night. Um, dinner was nachos, you know, baked in the oven. I was like, let's, let's have something fun do I want to go funny? Do I want to go for a romance? Do I want to go for an action? And I started looking through and I settled on the original, well, the first Kingsman. She's oh, okay. never seen it. Um, My wife saw a few minutes of it. Uh, we were somewhere and I turned it on and it was the, uh, it was the scene in the church. Oh, yes. And after watching that scene, she's like, yeah, I can't watch this. You need to change it. <laughs> and, and did you say, no, you can walk away? No, nah, I changed it. We were in a hotel room. Oh. Um, so, yeah, she had never seen this. And I gave her a few heads up. I was like, first off, it has a banging soundtrack. Secondly, it's based on a graphic novel. Uh, thirdly, it is um, it is very over the top. Very over the top. I said, oh, and number yeah. four, I said, I will tell you this right now. Sam Jackson did something with his character that nobody understands why. He was not directed to do this. He It was not in the script. He just decided to do this. And to this day, nobody knows why and nobody liked it. She's like, okay. And so we started watching and almost immediately you've got Sam Jackson there talking to uh, um, Mark Hamill. And she just looked at me and I said, yeah, it's the lisp and it's inconsistent. It's there sometimes. And then it's not there sometimes. 
it was not written like that in the script. It, it should not have been done. And then like a couple scenes later, she's like, if he just went with his normal Sam Jackson voice, this would have been so much better. Like he would have been so much more of a compelling villain. He absolutely would it, have. It was quite distracting. It was distracting and it was ridiculous. Like it had no purpose. Um, so anyway, that movie is ridiculous. Like it oh, is yeah, legitimately it is. ridiculous. There's some stuff in there that even I was cringing at. Like I love it, but there's some over the top stuff that was just ridiculous. Like the, the heads exploding with the little mushroom clouds and the different colored fireworks coming out of them. Why? Um, but there were also a number of things that I really liked, uh, especially rewatching it where it subverted the normal spy trope. Um, for starters, Eggsy and Roxy never get together. There's no romance between them. There's no will they, won't they. They were literally just candidates for this position. And yep. um, they they had each other's back, but that was it. There was no longing glances. There was no oh, star-crossed lovers. No, never. And I really like that because – that's so typical in, in a lot of movies in general, but in a movie like this, you know, you, you stick a hot male and a hot female together. You expect that they're going to get together. They did not. And they did not know. Um, the fact that he doesn't get the, the uh, position. That's very, very subversive. Like you expect, yep. here's the main character. You're following him along. He's following in his dad's footsteps. He's going to get the position and then he doesn't. And Roxy does. Very awesome. You know, I, I really like that. Um, I like the fact that his mentor spent most of the movie laid up <laughs> like he he was in a coma because he got blown up. Um, love that scene in the church. That was so ridiculously over the top. Um, the the music was amazing. Uh, yep. Just the guitar solo part. Uh huh. Yeah. The the villain's plot was a good one because it wasn't I want to destroy the world. It wasn't I want to poison everybody. It was the world is dying. It, it was Thanos, essentially. He, he was Thanos before, you know, uh, Endgame. Yeah. I won't say before Thanos because he did that in the comics, but um, he, he had a plan and he was like, the world needs to be purged. So let's let everybody just kind of fucking duke it out. And then whoever's left, we start a new world. Um, I, there was a lot to like about this. Um, the action scenes were great. Um, oh, and at the very end, the guy gets the princess and gets her in the asshole as she so lovingly gave up. You know, another subversion to normal spy things where it was all innuendo and like, ooh, hey. Yeah. And he's like, hey. If I save the world, do I get a kiss? I've always wanted to kiss Princess. She's like, if you save the world, we can do it in the asshole. I'm like, well, there, that's more realistic in a way. Than just, oh, Mr. Bond, I had no yeah. idea. Um, Yeah. So really enjoyed it. Really had a lot of fun. She loved it. I told her that the second one is way more over the top, way more mm -hmm. ridiculous, but it has Pedro Pascal. So, yep. 
That's the payoff. Yeah. The Pedro off. Oh. I watched a new new to me movie on Shudder. Came out in 2020. It's called Bloody Hell. Bloody Hell. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, it's about a guy who saves a bank from a robbery, but because of what happens, he does end up going to prison. And when he gets out of prison a few years later, he has the celebrity that he doesn't want. So he randomly goes to Finland to just to get away from everything. And he gets captured immediately by this family who, you know, he basically goes from his own personal hell of his unwanted celebrity and being followed by uh, paparazzi and on and on and on where people either love him or hate him. Uh, to a country where he's trying to get away from everything, but immediately he's sucked into an even worse personal hell. Okay. Private hell, if you will. Uh, it's a, they, they bill it as a horror comedy. Uh, it's rather interesting. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly and I, it's worth your time. Hmm. Okay. Where, uh, where is that? Here. You said it's shutter. I watched it on shutter. Yep. Uh, Addison wanted to start a new film series over the weekend. Uh, so we went with Saw. She'd never seen the Saw movies. Um, now, I know you've seen them because we've been to the theater to see all of them together. Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah. And, uh, and well, uh, remember my reaction at the end of the original Saw? When <laughs> Saw gets up off the floor. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, Addison was blown away. She was like, Oh my God. Like she was just like, yeah, she was just wowed. Like I love like watching movies through her when she's experiencing something for the first time. Uh-huh. She, she reacts so similar to I did or even were, or even more emotional sometimes. Um, even, and it was funny cause Kenny came downstairs. Were you guys watching? I'm like, we're watching saw. He's like, Oh shit, I'm going to stand down here. So we actually, the three of us watched it together. <laughs> Um, nice. yeah, so she loved it. It was fantastic. We have eight more to watch so we can go see the 10th one in the theaters here and then end of the end of next month. So thanks. Yeah. Uh, and one more, maybe th- this will be as, uh, not as controversial as another movie I watched, but, um, haven't watched this movie in forever. And a movie that Kate and I watched together is what made me kind of want to watch this one. It's been on my list for quite a while um, to rewatch. I remember watching it when I was a kid with my cousin Chrissy when it came out. So I was probably eight, eight years old, maybe. And I remember it scared the hell out of me. And I'm talking about Poltergeist. The original? The original Craig T. Nelson Poltergeist. Hmm. Um, and, you know, the there's all that, like, cursed drama that goes along with it because of all the actors that died or had stuff happen to them, whatever this and that, and they're circulating around the movie and whatnot. And I just got to say, it's just okay. You know, uh, I didn't find it to be scary. I realize it's, it's, it's executive produced by Steven Spielberg and Toby Hooper, who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, among other movies is the director. And it does have a PG-13 rating. And the reason why Spielberg didn't direct it, because even though he wanted to, was because he just directed E.T. and they didn't want him directing another movie straight away. Um, because it was taking so long for E.T. to come out and they didn't want So anyway, so yeah, uh, I, I don't ever need to watch it again. 
I don't ever remember watching parts two or three, so I may watch those because I recently found this website that my buddy shared with me of this guy who is obsessed with Poltergeist three as it's the greatest movie that's ever been made. Um, so it has inspired me to want to watch that movie, but I'm going to watch part two so I can get to part three. And then apparently they remade it in 2015. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really, I, I was unimpressed. So weird. Uh, so I recall the first one, like you said, being very scary. Like super yeah. scary, and um, I, I mean, yeah, I do. I mean, the, the the poster is that creepy little girl with her hands on the TV. It's all black, and it's there here. Like it mm-hmm. stuck with me. I mean, it came out in '82. I saw it when I was five, six or seven with my cousin. Maybe eight, six, seven or eight or whatever. And it was uh, keep going. Sorry. The um, I recall that the uh, what was I gonna say? The the second one was lame um yeah that was the one with the high rise i believe and uh it it like they just tried to repeat the same thing but then they added like a weird twist on there with the old guy if i remember correctly like he was a cult leader or something anyway i just remember the second one i was like this sucks um never watched the third one to my knowledge yeah so i mean the film was nominated for three academy awards now granted it was best visual effects, best sound effects, editing, and best original score. But still, it was original. It was nominated for three Academy Awards. It won four. It won three Saturn Awards. It won a British Actors, uh, British Academy Film Award. I mean, like, yeah, I you know three Oscars. It didn't win, but still it got nominated. And I was just thoroughly unimpressed. Mm. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. I got two more movies to chat about, but what, what's the other movie you watched? So, as I said, we're uh, doing this thing where she picks a movie, I pick a movie, she picks a movie. So, the other day, she had been like, oh my god, have you ever seen this movie? And I was like, no, I've never watched that movie, and I never want to watch that movie. She's like, oh my god, you have to watch it, it's so good. I was like, no, I never want to watch this. And she was like, oh my god, you have to watch it. And I was like, all right. Those are the rules. You know, I, I will obey the rules. The rules. So I'm a, I'm a stickler for the rules. So yes. All right. We'll watch it. So looked it up, found it. She's like, yes, we're going to watch this movie. I am happy to say that about midway through, she looked at me and said, oh my God, this is so horrible. I'm so sorry that I'm subjecting us to this. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I don't know why I remember liking this, but it's terrible. Uh, the movie you finished it, right? We did finish it because yes. them's the rules. Them's the rules. And granted, it was not the worst movie that I've ever seen. Um, I believe that Cabin Fever still holds that like I unironically like there are some out there like pieces that was just a terrible movie. But it was it was wonderfully terrible. Yes. You know, Student Bodies is a horrible movie, but it is wonderfully horrible, you know, Um but Cabin Fever was meant to be a good horror movie. It was yeah. supposed to be scary, freaky, creepy, etc. It was just garbage, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie in question was the 2006 rom-com uh, She's the Man. 
featuring Amanda Bynes. Um, uh, oh God, what was her name? A, her mom this name. poor remake of Just One of the Guys. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, Channing Tatum before he got anywhere near something you would consider buff. Like this was a scrawny Channing Tatum. Um, uh, David Cross was in this. Um, oh God, Julie something the the one from Airplane. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, that was her mom. So it it had a number of stars for the time. Laura Ramsey, James Snyder, Emily Perkins, Alex Breckenridge. Uh, Robert Hoffman, Vinnie Jones, David Cross, Julie Haggerty. Julie Haggerty, there we go. Vinnie Jones yeah. as the soccer coach. Um, yeah. It, it was painful. You know, th- there was a lot of stuff that didn't make sense. There were a lot of characters who didn't belong. Um, but now I've seen it. And, you know, for the most part, we enjoyed ourselves. It, it was not just it was, one of the guys that is actually a good movie. You should make it watch is. that. Yes. Yes. Um, you should be like, this is how you do a uh, girl pretending between a guy the correct way. <laughs> and yes. we get boobs. Oh, very delicious ones, too. Um, but yeah, no, that was really well done. Um, the similar plot line. One thing that I really both of us questioned in this one was that. She went to her friend, the hairdresser, and said, I want to look like my brother. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. She's like, yes, do it. No, no, yes, no, yes, no. So he finally agrees to do it. And for about half the movie, she's got this bowl cut kind of thing going on. And then all of a sudden, she takes the wig off. And you're like, wait, why is she wearing a wig? Why didn't she just get her hair cut? Wouldn't that have been easier? And wouldn't that have right. been safer? Like somebody could knock yeah. off a wig, especially if you're playing soccer. Right. Exactly. That seems like a. Poor it made plot device. no sense. It's like, why would you do that? But it was so that, you know, you could have those awkward scenes where she and her brother were supposed to be in the same place at the same time. So she could, you know, whip the short wig off and have her normal long hair underneath, which why not just get a long wig? So, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. she felt bad. Um, it was not she great. <laughs> um, she in the office tomorrow? Uh, yes. No, no. It's a work from home day tomorrow. Sorry. Oh well, next time I see her, I'll razz her. Please do. Um, oh my pleasure. But yeah, that's the only other movie that we watched. I got two more to talk about. I watched uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Is that what it is? The Beast really. Wars yeah. I thought you were like, I never liked Beast Wars. I have no interest in this movie. <sighs> Michael Bay sucks. I know it's not Michael Bay anymore, but. P- P- Peter Collins, Optimus Prime. I didn't pay for it. It was on what Paramount or Peacock or whatever. So it was on one of my streamings. And um, I liked Bumblebee, actually. I thought they did a good job with Bumblebee. Um. So I watched it. I liked it. You know, oh, yeah? I thought I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not going to say like, I'm not going to get into the disparity between that and the comics and the cartoon and all that business. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to discuss it. I'm just going to say I enjoyed it. Okay. 
or the fact that the fucking primates, beast, beast, uh, what do they call them? Beasticles? Beast. No, they don't call them beasticles. Um, no, what are they? they? Yeah, they they don't even call them like. Um, uh, come on, come on, come on. Move I never got Move into faster. them, so. That's why I don't know. That's why I can't think of what they're called either. We got the Autobots, the Maximals. That's where we go. The Maximals. Ah, yes. Because this takes place. And the Predacons. Yeah, we didn't get Predacons in this. We just got Maximals oh, and uh, Terracons from okay. Galvatron. Sorry, uh, from uh, uh, Unicron, because Unicron was going to come eat her. Mm. This takes place before the Shia LaBeouf Transformers movies. And yet, the Maximals are not on Earth. <laughs> and yet, Optimus Prime and Bill Bilby had interactions with other humans prior to the Wickwickies. Uh-huh. And yet, none of these people are in the movies. So, yeah. It's... um. Continuity wise, doesn't make sense. As a standalone movie, um, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Uh, and then the last movie I watched, um, Kate and I watched it together. It's a movie she's never seen, and uh it's a movie I haven't seen in shit, thirty five years probably, thirty years. <coughs> and that was The Exorcist. The original? The original Exorcist, yes. Came out in 1973, celebrating its 50th anniversary this year with a release of a direct sequel coming up on October 13th of this year. And the trailer for that direct sequel looks fantastic, by the way. Uh, I yes. had watched, previously I had watched Exorcist 2 and 3 when I was younger, and I thought they were both kind of garbage. I had watched uh, Exorcist, there was it the, the Dominion, and then Exorcist the Heretic or whatever. And I didn't think those were very good either. Um. But this was the original, the beloved, and people talk about it. And those scenes with, you know, um, Scream Queen there. What's her face? Played the little girl. I know who you're talking about. Um, we met her in 2015. Yeah. Comic Con or 2014. You said Scream Queen. So all I could th- thank you. All I could think of was Jamie Lee Curtis, and I'm like, no, that's yeah. not her. So the shock value of the movie is you know this little girl who gets possessed by a demon which we don't know the name of the demon in this movie but we they name him in another movie later it's pazuzu and you know she does things like masturbates with the cross violently forces mm-hmm. her mother's face into her into her crotch and telling her to eat it uh yelling at men to fuck her while she flashes them like and then she swears all the time and says the C word and F word all the time and on and on and on. And, and, you know, talks about, you know, telling a priest to put his cock in her and this and that and everything. So like, there's all this shock factor of what this kid says and how this kid acts. Mm-hmm. And that's what people remember. That's what people talk about when they talk about the movie, because in 1973, it was so original. It didn't happen. Kick-ass hadn't happened yet, by the way. Right. But it was so original. You never saw this and this and that and everything. But in reality, I, I don't think it's a good movie. No? Um, No. The storyline is solid. Girl gets possessed. 
mom and 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 to her credit the mom in this movie advocates for her daughter constantly as far as like when she goes sees professors and doctors and this and that and they're trying oh it's just this it's just that she's like no it's not it's something else (laughs) i don't know what it is but it's something else you know and um you know the exorcist part of the whole movie the actually actual exorcism is very short the big um the big like like uh, still from the movie of the priest standing outside the house and the shadows of the lamplight and everything. Yes. You know, like he's only in the movie for like seven minutes <laughs> at yep. the very end. Um, you know, it's just, there, there's some, there was, we watched like the extended director's cut, which is two hours and 12 minutes, but like there's um a part where we're watching the beginning of the movie and all of a sudden the mom's got the daughter at the doctor's office because she's not acting right. And this and that, and it's the first steps of her being taken over by this demon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did we miss something? Cause like the girl never misbehaved prior to now she's at the doctor's office and now she's misbehaving in the doctor's office. But it's not like we saw the build of her being a, a shithead kid. And eventually mom took her to the doctors. Like that was like, Fair enough. or something like that. That story loop didn't make any sense. Um, there's a whole like 15 minute scene at the beginning of the movie of the old man priest. I said, he's only in it the last seven minutes. He's at the very beginning where like he digs up a grave, but it has nothing to do with this little girl being possessed by a demon. And she says an archeological dig site. And it, I mean, it's nonsensical it has nothing to do with the movie with what we see in the rest of the movie, other than it's like, oh, we should get Father So-and-so. And they're like, oh, he's an archaeological site in Egypt. Well, we need to get him <laughs> back here. Like, it, it just, it, it's a waste. It's a, it's, it's, it's not a great plot point. It's not necessary. Like, um. Necessary? Yeah, I just, I just didn't find it to be a very good movie. Hmm. The exercise. Okay. I haven't watched it in a very long time, so I don't feel that I am able to comment on that properly i almost feel like you should rewatch it yourself just so you can be like oh yeah this didn't hold up mm. this didn't scare me like it did when i was a kid <laughs> and linda blair's antics and actions in the movie while still you know like are shocking we've been so dulled by saw movies and hostile and kick-ass and everything else that's out there even just like the violence and gore you can see on your regular television show like Hannibal you know mm-hmm. um, true it's I don't know if it's dulled our senses or it's made us not think that it's as, as bad as it is but I don't know it's just the movie didn't it didn't hold up to me it didn't stand the test of time to me okay interesting and that's it for movies yeah that's it for movies for me and I, I was shocked because I was actually quite disappointed how I came out of feeling both Exorcist and Poltergeist. That is too bad, honestly. So, hmm. oh, news and trailers and whatnot. Not a lot of that this week either, huh? Uh, what classic movies should I watch next that I no longer like? <laughs> That that could be a new thing for you. Yeah. Watch some classic movies that are supposed to be great. Then I'm like, what? <laughs> Why uh, did I said, like this? 
exactly. Yeah. Um, you sent me a trailer to all fun and games. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I know them's the rules. I get it. Yep. I get it. Um, it's how it's gotta film. be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a horror film. Uh, a group of Salem teens discover a cursed knife that unleashes a demon that forces them to play a gruesome, deadly version of childhood games where there can be no winners, only survivors. I feel like that tagline has like, ooh, that could be good. Mm-hmm. But then their execution of it not is not, not good. Yeah. Nope. Essentially, the honest oh. trailers for uh, Secret Invasion. Um. I mean, it's like they listened to our podcast and then made an honest trailer about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's how I legit. That's how I legitimately feel about that. It's yeah. like they you know, look, listen to our podcast and went like, yeah, that's these guys got spot on. That's for sure. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, get some credit from them. Yeah, I would like to think we could. Uh, let's see here. I sent you the trailer for the Continental from the World of John Wick, mm. a Peacock three-part miniseries event or whatever. I thought it was going to be like a television show, ten episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it is not. No, it's like three episodes, right? Yeah. 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 September twenty-second, twenty-ninth, and October sixth, they come out, and it's literally just it takes place over three nights. It says. And it's essentially how Winston Scott, um, who Ian McShane plays in the John Wick films, it's it, it, it looks to me like this is how he takes over the Continental in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. How how he ousts Mel Gibson, which that'll so. be enjoyable to watch. Anything, yep. just you know, anti Mel Gibson is good by me. <laughs> Um, but I'll watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It didn't look, it's, it didn't look bad by any means. It's part of the John Wick world. Yeah. It didn't look bad by any means. It's just not what I expected. Right. You sent me the trailer for Vacation Friends 2. I forget. Did you watch the first one? I did. I was annoyed more by it more than I enjoyed it. How about you? Oh, I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, I thought it was really great. And uh, so I'm looking forward to the second one. Well, it's coming back. It sure is. Um, good for John Cena if I'm being all these movies lately. Yeah, yeah, he seems to be doing a good job for himself. Yep. Uh, you sent me the trailer to Fair Play. Yeah. What What'd you think of that? Um. Well, it looked rather intense. Yeah, essentially. Um, it's essentially about a couple who are fighting over, not fighting, but they're both up for a promotion. And everyone kind of assumes the guy's going to get it, but then she does. And mm-hmm. how that brings hostility to their relationship. Because she kind of, it, it looks like from the trailer, she kind of takes the approach that you would assume he would if he got it. You know, she's. Yes. She's very aggressive about it. And, you know, she kind of puts all of her shit work on him and he's like, I don't like this. So then he basically tries to destroy her. Yeah, because the other key element we see in the trail is the fact that it's against company policy for people to be in a relationship. 
yes. or they have to declare it to HR or whatever it is. Yep. And now he's a sub. She is a. Uh, she's his boss. Mm-hmm. And so as a subordinate, she, you know, if he goes public with the relationship, like it could get her in deep shit. And she could lose her job. Exactly. So it looks very. It looks like a good thriller. It's, yeah. I like that it's a movie and not a TV series, quite frankly. Yes. Yeah. If that had been a TV series, it would have been a hard, hard pass. I still I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it, but it looked interesting. Yeah. I sent you a news article about the new fear that Disney is going to not do Blu-rays and DVDs anymore mm-hmm. because apparently they stopped making them in several countries. And now in Australia, um, was it? uh Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is the last one they're going to be putting out on home video. Everything's just going to be on streaming. Mm-hmm. I, Not that I'd be happy about that, but I can honestly see that, that that's... We're going to be there someday. You and I called it back when we were at Movie Gallery. You know, we, yep. we called that it was going to shift dramatically from yep. um, the, the VHS to the DVDs. And then once they settled it between HD DVD and Blu-ray, remember when that was yep. the thing? Um, oh, yeah. We were like, yep, this will be the future. And the next thing you know, you're basically going to have people um, just streaming it all. Yep. Because back then, you know, Netflix wasn't doing streaming, but there was rumors of it. And we had seen things like Sega, the Sega channel, you know, where you could actually get the little adapter and plug it yep. in and stream yep. Sega games. And then I got the Roku streaming box, which essentially was for Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I had that in 2009. I want to say when that came out, I had, I had like, I had one straight away and Netflix had a collection of movies. You could stream then not a ton, but a few. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, but surely like the streaming absolutely overtook to the, the DVD, which right now they're, they're having, I think they're finishing up or they're wrapping up the DVDs soon. We're not even going to do it anymore. Mm hmm. Um, they're getting out of that business model. The other thing I read today was that Walmart was looking to purchase a this this uh, did this uh, physical media distribution company that I think Warner Brothers and Fox joined together to create for the distribution of their like not making or burning the discs, but the place that's going to supply them to everybody and ship them out to different stores or whatever. Hmm. Walmart's trying to look in the purchase set to try and cut out like the middleman on it. I didn't, I forgot to send you the article and I actually didn't even get a chance to read the whole thing now that I'm thinking about it. But, um, so it's funny to have one article Oh, Disney's not going to be making home videos probably. And another Walmart's still desperate for home videos <laughs> for sale. Um, yeah. Interesting. I sent you the trailer to retribution. Had oh, we God. talked about this one yet? I don't, I don't remember if we had or not. I don't remember either, but it said the trailer came out a month ago. You know, it's it's Liam Neeson's uh, kind of in a, a speed-esque movie where he's in a car with a bomb. And if he tries to get out of the car, it'll explode. And uh, Three bombs because they're under the bombs. seats of him and yeah. his two kids. But if he tries to get out of the car, it'll explode. If if they don't do what the guy says, it'll explode. It's not the, oh, if I drive under the speed limit, it will explode, at least. At least not that I'm aware <laughs> of. But. I'll watch it because it's Liam Neeson's, but I'll wait for home video. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to wait for home video or if when it comes out on home video that I yeah. will do it. 
But it's in theaters on the 25th. Probably not around here. I can I can picture that being one of those limited release runs. Um, I could picture that being the 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 mystery movie Monday that they've been doing even here in Augusta. Oh like, yeah, yeah. So. Yep, that's a good point. But that's it. I don't have anything else. I don't either. I figured it was probably going to be a short week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it then. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Superstar Mel. I'm the Quantum Geek G33K. That's our show. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>